are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode. Ashley, how you doing, baby? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Yeah. We have the cards today, guys. <laughs> we will remember these probably once every four weeks. We, um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is, us. <laughs> this is us. We just embrace it. So we have our oracle cards, obviously the cards we've been using throughout the year. And we are going to ask this deck, yes. what does our audience need to know this week? Okay, I'm shuffling. I'm going to let Ange pick one here. Oh my gosh, they don't want to go in. And just wonky uh, fish tank cards. <laughs> Your intuition wants to be heard. Give it the space to flourish. Remember that you have to get quiet in order to hear what your intuition is telling you. What does this card make you think about? Ashley, what does it make me think about? It makes my whole life. <laughs> um, I am very passionate and insistent on leaning into that intuition and so there are certain things that show up even as big things in my life and one of the ones that shows up actually is this retreat that's coming up and so the ability the Florida one the Florida one yeah and so I'm just releasing it all to the universe and trusting that intuition and just it will flow into what it's meant to be. And if it's meant to be the next retreat that's offered, then that's where I'm meant to be. Um, so I think that intuition piece is really letting go for a lot of the things that we want to control, the things that we insist on making and forcing happen. And that intuition is trusting that flow when the universe shows up and delivers, but also being in that place of trust um, to lean in to what feels right and knowing that it'll show up when it's meant to and you'll know. And that's what intuition is, just that knowingness without having to rationalize, without having to explain or justify that there's just a deep, deep knowingness. So, Absolutely. yeah. Makes me think about how we were talking about Red Tent a couple episodes ago and about like creating the space mm -hmm. and for the that to come in and creating the the place in your life where you're either meditating or getting quiet or being in your body or allowing that space for... Um, your intuition to really tell you what you need to hear in that particular moment. But so often we're thinking about the next thing or checking the next thing off the list. And we're not allowing that space to just be so that our intuition can come through. We're so clouded by voices from our mom and voices from our partner. And like, you really need to create that space so that you can listen to what do I truly want or what am I 
truly trying to um, hear in from my intuition. And what do I need? Yeah. Right. And leaning into that and honoring that what that maybe shows up as will look different than what somebody else believes it is for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think for when it comes to intuition, another word that shows up for me is alignment. Mm -hmm. So when your life is in alignment, everything feels fluid. You're in flow. Things move with ease, even if they're uncomfortable, even if they're things that you don't want, like the, the trip, I obviously want that. I want to do that, but I, I can resist it or I can go with whatever shows up. Right. And so when we don't resist and when we lean into that intuition, our life will be in alignment. And I think so many of us don't lean into that intuition and we face a lot of resistance in our life or things feel forced or we feel like we're doing something, but we're not feeling the joy from it. Or we don't know who we are, where we're going, or I'm in this job and I don't love it, but I can't. I don't know what's next. And so that intuition place is not an easy place for people to always sit in because what you know to be true might, by acknowledging that and leaning into it, you may have to do something that's very difficult. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think a lot of people avoid that knowingness. Right. So for example, when I think about you, and your ex, right? There was a knowingness that came through your intuition. This is not, I need to be out of this marriage. Well, that's a lot of fucking, that comes with it, right? So it's a whole lot easier for most people to just ignore that, Mm -hmm. to just be like, it's good enough. It's okay. Right? Like, because we have to get pretty uncomfortable sometimes because it's not always doing what's easiest it's doing what is best for us um and so I think it's often icky right and the process is icky it's uncomfortable but it's the journey that is worth traveling Mm -hmm. absolutely and I think what often happens with intuition is it is a knowingness but then our thinky thinky brain takes over and it's like trying to rationalize and trying to like weigh out pros and cons and trying to really think about this in a very like strategic way and intuition is more just this knowingness without any sort of justification it's just I just know because I know yeah and that knowingness that intuition actually comes from your soul It doesn't come from your humanness. It comes from your soul. And so when I think of intuition, and I've I've spoke about this a little bit on the podcast before, is but imagine you have two brains and you have your soul brain, which is your intuition, and you have your human brain, which is your rational, thinky, thinky brain. And when we operate from both of those, we can operate as humans, but from a divine space. And so our soul is actually here for the evolution, the learning, the growth of that soul, our soul doesn't really care so much about our human self, Mm -hmm. right? And our human self is here to survive, Mm -hmm. to live, to, you know, propagate, to, you know, we've only got 72 years, I need to like really just be an ego and be in that rational space to keep myself alive for as long as possible. It doesn't tune into the soul as much because the soul might encourage it to risk itself, which then puts you in this state of chaos of what if I'm not safe and 
it's better to be cautious, right? And so the balancing of that soul brain and the balancing of that human brain is imperative to our success, especially if we want to feel like we're in alignment. But that intuitive piece, it's your soul's knowingness. It's not your brain's knowingness. And that's where the, well, I just know it because I know it. Mm -hmm. It's because the part of you that isn't connected to your human self, it's known it its whole lifetime. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So that's the... I love it. I love it, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and your little wisdom. Oh. Sharing it with all of <laughs> I love it. Oh, you nuggets. Nuggets. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, you guys may remember at the beginning of the year here, I was talking about how I wanted to pull in more modern day witchcraft mm-hmm. and more spells and all of that. I Again, intuitively, I just knew that that's what I wanted to do this year. Mm-hmm. No real reason. No idea where she came from. But I was like, I just feel like this is the year I'm becoming a witch and I'm just stepping into it. So for um, a little ritual that we did, we did it uh, a couple months back now, but a uh, little ritual that we wanted to share with you guys. And it's an abundance ritual that uh, we did at the beach there was still snow and ice on the ground but uh it was really quite beautiful it was really powerful and really magical and we actually pulled in the guys which was pretty fun um and it was on the full moon and we didn't even (laughs) plan for it to be on the full moon but then we were able to channel the power of the moon and what was that the guys were burning the sage, right? Yeah, they were. They were digging the hole and burning the sage. And they were a little bit peeved that they didn't get some of the the saffron. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, before we drink saffron milk, um, this is a really cool little recipe, guys. But you guys can uh, make this luxurious beverage. It is Saffron is something that's really great when you're doing abundance rituals just because of the properties of it. It's quite expensive to buy like the tiniest little package but us as ladies we consumed it all and kind of said screw you guys so (laughs) you um you'll essentially take the saffron um, strands and you're gonna make it into a powder so that it's like nice and tiny and then you're going to mix it with some i we did almond milk but it really could be any sort of milk that you would that you'd mix that together you're gonna warm it up so it's nice and luxurious and um yeah then put a little bit of honey in it and all of those things combined are absolutely delicious and then we chugged it and held <laughs> hands and and prepared to um yeah, really prepared to go do the ritual. But really, that beverage is really about channeling abundance, channeling love. And saffron's also an aphrodisiac. So um, it also can be a great way to kind of put you in the mood, right? Mm-hmm. So get you into that sexual place, get you back into that sensual place. But we drank that and then we bundled up. And yeah, this abundance ritual is something that's v- really quite easy. Um, something that all of you guys can certainly participate in. You're going to need something from the earth. So you could use something like thyme or basil, some sort of fresh herb is um, one thing that's going to be one of your things you're going to put together. You also need something that you're going to be able to tie everything together. You're going to need a small piece of paper and a pen to uh, to write with. And then you're going to need a bill. The bill could be a five, a 10, a 15, a 20. It's really just an offering to the universe as it goes back into the ground. 
of an offering to call in more abundance. And when we essentially put more abundance out there, the universe delivers tenfold. And so you can pick whatever value in terms of the bill. Amazing. I love that you said a $15 bill. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even notice. I I didn't even notice. Yeah, so on the piece of paper, you are going to write down um, what you want to manifest and what you want to call in Mm -hmm. to bring in more abundance. What did you uh, end up writing on your? Oh my gosh! So your instruction was to write a few things, right? Like one or one thing. No, you can write a few things. It doesn't matter. We literally filled the whole page. (laughs) Um, So I'm trying to recall now. Um, The lodge was on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Financial freedom, and oh my goodness, I have to think on it. You tell us yours because I am going to sit for a second here. Well, my life is pretty fabulous. So first of all, I wrote like a little thank you letter to the universe. I was like, thank you so much for bringing all of these amazing things into my world. And so that was on the, that was on the one side. And then I flipped it over. And then in terms of bringing, calling in from, calling in more things, um, what did, how did we word it? How do we word this? Essentially it was worded in a way of like letting go of everything from the past so like saying farewell to my marriage honoring what that is and just like letting all of that go to focus on um yeah to focus on the future and then calling in more love more joy more forgiveness just more just that state of um yeah, that state of gratitude for all that is less about anything really material this mm-hmm. time around and more just letting go and releasing anything from the past. I think it's very easy in separations and in icky spots to want to percolate and marinate in the frustrations of sorting through co-parenting and all that that is. But it was really just this allowing the universe to help me continue to just let all of that go and let go of any anger or frustration and just continue to return back to love, peace, and joy. Amazing. So you've cued me. Thank you. That was true. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of material. That's where my brain went to. Um, But it was very much um, abundance of memories. So we want to really focus on creating memories, um, being really present. Um, Abundance and peace for our family, for our home, and abundance. Um, we actually, uh, oh, freedom was one. That's a big one that mm-hmm. we want our world to return to a place of freedom. And uh, yeah, so just um, health actually was the very first thing that yes. Cam suggested. Yeah. And I thought it was yeah. interesting. Just like, yeah. yeah. And actually the, our first three words were health, wealth, happiness. Now that love I it. say that. I love it. But yeah, the, the focusing on more of the, cause that's abundance. We often think of money, right? We just think of like finances, but abundance actually shows up in the form of more of something right mm-hmm. and so when you think of more joy more friendships more peace more goodness and so um as our listeners we encourage you to think about where you're abundant in your life or where yeah or just where you want more yeah and where you want to call in more of that abundance but i don't think we when we think of abundance we think of where we're already lacking just have a look at your life even if i mean we invite you to do this ritual absolutely but even just looking at your life where you are abundant absolutely Um, oh and time was the other one having an abundance of time 
Because we, we do. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we have people who say to both of us, like, where do you get the time to do this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, we I have, feel like I have, we have so much time in the day. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, there's, okay, we still got yeah. more time. Yeah. yeah. Cam, last night, he made a peace pipe on the lathe. Amazing. Just because he could, yeah. right? And so I just think of like, when I hear like family or friends being like, where do you have the time to garden or where do you have the time to do this? And so I really appreciate and want more of that time that we get to spend together to create those memories. And yeah, anyways, there's my list. Beautiful, Mm. beautiful. So that's really a very easy spell that you guys can do. And so when you are, you've prepared all of this, you roll it all up, we got to return it back to the soil. So you're going to make a little hole and then you're going to plant it back into the soil and then place one hand on your heart and then say whatever comes organically. You don't need to say abracadabra or like have a specific series of words or follow a script. I think I don't know. Anytime you see spells or witches, it's always like these specific chants or these specific mantras or those kind of things. But I feel like allow it to just be whatever is organic for you. Mm -hmm. Right. So thank you universe for being incredibly abundant. I want to give you this offering. Mm -hmm. And if that comes, if that's the way you want to say it, but you can say whatever way feels really good for you and then cover it back up. And, uh, yeah, we burnt some sage around it, but you can certainly, uh, yeah, you don't need sage to do it. Just bury it. It was, it was incredible guys. And so Angie and I were talking before this podcast actually about, um, what makes a spell magical or what makes, right. When we think of that mystical, that place of abundance where you're drawing that from and, when you think about the place that you go to mentally, and so when and if you do this spell or any spell, it's really focusing on where your heart and your head and your spirit go to. You're not in this concrete human place of like, okay, we got to make some lunches. We got to get everybody to soccer practice. We got to, right? That's our very like matter. That's what we're concrete, human, basicness. And when you are doing a spell or a ritual or you're going to a place of meditation, essentially, and that is the quantum field. And in the quantum field, that's where everything is possible. There is no time. There is no space. And so when you go to that quantum space, the magic behind a spell is being in that place. And so with an abundance spell, you're actually going to that place where everything is possible and nothing matters. There's no time, there's no space, everything exists and nothing exists. And that's where the magic that you're calling upon is actually what you're doing. And that's the place also that you manifest from. And Mm -hmm. so I think not getting lost in the like mystical, magical, marvelousness. I mean, do that if you want to, because that's what we do and it's fun. Um, But knowing too that it's really rooted in... um, what we already know about the quantum field, about manifesting, about drawing things into your life, um, the ritual and the spell is what takes you to that place where you're open to that and you're in that space to receive. And so I think when you're setting the stage, and that's the thing with rituals that's so beautiful, is that they get you to that place more quickly each time. So the more you do a ritual, the more you do a red tent, the more you do 
the faster you go to that quantum field and the more you're able to um, pull in or create, which is pretty powerful and pretty beautiful. Um, yeah, that's, it was, and I honestly, so guys, when Ange said that she was making this saffron milk, I don't like milk and I don't like almond milk. I'm like, oh geez. And it looks, it looked like it was spicy. The saffron, the red, it looked like it was a spicy drink. Oh, it was so good though. I was so delightfully surprised when we drank that. Um, but yeah, so just don't, don't hold it to a level where you think that it's not easy for you to do or something you won't enjoy. We invite you to try something new to get outside that comfort zone yeah. and to really just open yourself up to that powerful place. Totally. So mm-hmm. the next one that we're going to do, um, I haven't told you this, but we're going to do the <laughs> next one. It's going to be a cacao Ooh. ceremony. Um, but yeah, so that's the next thing I have planned for these cats and then don't know too much about it, but I just know that that's what we are going to be doing. Um, and then, yeah, we can share that with all these guys of, of how we're able to do those ceremonial mm-hmm. things. And I think even us deepening our friendship through that, like totally. as we were holding hands and just like we're really connecting on a soul to soul level with that, I think a lot of the rituals and a lot of the spells have that ability, right? Where you're able to connect to the people in the room or the people around you at a level that just like it's a next level love you know it really it that's exactly how it feels as it's happening and it's something that you wouldn't choose to do with just anybody so it feels it's it's sacred it becomes a sacred bond where we've done this just us there's not Mm -hmm. it's not a common thing right it's a little bit exclusive or sacred um which i think is really it was a really neat way to experience even the guys joining in on that like, totally. was just so neat because I didn't picture that as part of it originally. I'm like, oh, they're going to think we're crazy. And we are. You're welcome. Um, but also for them to just embrace that, it really, for me, it opened up my eyes to their openness and their connection and all of this that I thought even just as full supporters the mm-hmm. women in their life that I just thought, even if this isn't your thing, yes, here you are. Yes. Here you are. Right. Fully in support, fully just embodying the man who supports his woman doing mm-hmm. what is right for her soul. Totally. Right. I just think like that's so neat. And they were running the sage stick. That was the end of it. Just, it was, it looked like a full sage stick and yeah. that was the end of it. Just the way the wind was catching it and the magic yeah. of the, of the moon and everything with that but uh amazing yeah. amazing all right well we have had a couple long episodes i think we're gonna wrap it up here girl what do you think yes you there's two, two other things you want to say just okay. in connection to that like okay, okay. witch place okay so i think the connotation of a witch for a lot of people is okay, like yeah. spooky or like a bad thing there's this negative thing that comes with it and i think it was you who told me this what does witch actually mean yeah so which actually just means wise woman and i don't know where along the lines that um 
yeah, where along the lines things got like, which became this lady with the crazy nose and the crazy hat and uh-huh. it became something different. But yeah, that is the definition of a witch. It just means a wise woman. So us in our witchy ways are going to keep <laughs> on doing our witchy things. Yeah. And I love it. I, and I had a client once say this to me and I maybe said this to you guys before, but she said to me, it's very interesting that they were concerned with burning witches but not the people who were burning the witches. Mm-hmm. So to be a wise woman meant you were a threat. Yes, right? absolutely. And when we talk about the red tent, the womb wisdom, the power of the woman and how the patriarchy did not feel threatened by it or fearful of that. So to like remove that completely. So to take the wise women in society and to label them a witch or a wise woman and to burn them at the stake is very interesting. And yet the fear behind a witch being in your community versus the people who were burning that witch. It's very interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are just the two little nuggets about witchcraft. And I even had somebody ask me a few years ago, like, oh, maybe you're a witch. And I was like, no, I'm not a witch. Like that yeah. felt like you're labeling me as somebody who does dark magic or mm-hmm. um, taps into the dark mysticism. And I think for what we're doing here for the listeners is we want to debunk that a totally. little bit. And that totally. being a witch, we hope that you're all witches, that you step into the wisdom of being a woman and all that that entails. And that the even the spell that we did was about abundance it was about tapping into love and peace and goodness and so that there's not this spooky darkness um, yeah you're not doing spells to like send ill on somebody else you're doing to call in a lot more into your own world and I just think it's letting more people know about these things like the red tent I always think like these crazy things I'm learning about I'm like why are they even crazy everybody should just know these things right and so I think so many of these things have been quieted for way too long and I love women having an uprising and women coming together and embracing their wild and embracing like just who we are innately supposed to be yeah and that is where the power within each of us is, is exactly yeah, where it exactly. is. And I think, um, yeah, so we encourage you all and we invite you all to join us in our wild witchy ways. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. We will see you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.